So what is um, the flight plan of our life going to be like? And I think of it, I'd like us to think about it, at least just today, and I'm sure it's inadequate. But it's kind of a three stages with some sub-stages. There's checking in, and then there's checking out, and then there's checking in. So there's checking in. By God's gift, all of us have done that. We've checked into life right now. And we've checked into the fullness of the gift of new life in Jesus. And then there's checking out. Who knows what checking out is? None of us in here have, probably. If it is, we've checked back in here, but it's dying. Everyone who checks in with life checks out. Everyone. And then after we check in, we're born. After we check out, then we check in again. And Jesus told us what that's going to be like, that check-in. He told us, today to the thief on the cross, you will be with me in paradise. If any of us die, or if all of us die this afternoon, we will all check in this day into paradise. That's what Jesus said is the case. And Paul said that to die is to be with Christ, which was far better than life here. He also said that to die is to be asleep. So to be asleep, does that mean that you're unconscious? If it means to be asleep, to die, how could that be far better than being here, to be unconscious? No, it's that our bodies are asleep in the sense that our bodies, this flesh, is dead, while the real person, however you want to describe that, soul, whatever, uh, is continuing to paradise. So some part of us, some mysterious part of us, when we go, every one of us, Lord willing, will check in to paradise. There's another option for check-in, though, after check-out. And it's rarely spoken of on Easter, I'm sure. But it is checking in to the abandonment of God. It's a temporary check-in, just like paradise is a temporary check-in. I don't know what we want to call that. But it's a check-in that you don't want to have. It's sort of a check-in like Dante would say, all who enter in here, all who check into this uh, hotel, uh, abandon all hope. It is a check-in to the abandonment of God. I don't know how to describe it. I don't know what to call the place, but I just think of it as big, fat trouble, followed by more trouble. That's what the Bible says. It is checking into a place of abandonment or the other option, checking into paradise. And what we call this time of check-in is we have life, and when we have death, and then we have life after death. That's what paradise is, life after death. It's not heaven. It's not our final destination. It's temporary check-in. So you can check into paradise, or you can check into something maybe like San Quentin, where you can look and maybe see paradise. 
And then, after temporary check-in, something happens to all of us. Whether you're check, you have checked in to paradise or whether you have checked in to big fat trouble, something happens. And this is what we learn from Resurrection Sunday, that everyone gets a resurrection body, regardless of where you're going. Orthodoxy teaches that all are raised from the dead. And we say this every Sunday in the Nicene Creed. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead. Not the resurrection of Christians. The resurrection of the dead. Everybody gets resurrected. And the life of the world to come. Amen. We say it in the Apostles' Creed too. That kind of ends with um, communion of saints. The forgiveness of sins the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. And the amazing thing about this reality, about final check-in, is there's only been one person who's gone through it, Jesus Christ. Everyone that's gone before us, every saint, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, John the Baptist, John the Gospeler, everyone, no one, Sam's Jesus Christ has gone through final check-in. And so in Romans 8, Paul tells us, we know that the whole creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. Not only so, but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the Spirit. So we've got a little bit of a taste in us of final check-in, of the destination of our terminus, we could say. We groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for the adoption of sons and daughters, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we were saved, but hope that is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes for what he already has? But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. Or John, dear friends, now we are children of God. And what we will be has not yet been made known. But we know that when he appears, that's just when it's going to happen, when he appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And that's because of Easter. So there is check-in, that's life. There's check-out, that's death. Then there's check-in again, temporary, that's into paradise or into a place of abandonment. And then the ticket for final check-in for all of us is going to be a new body. And for those of us who are found in Jesus Christ, we're going to get an amazing resurrection body that's going to take us into the permanent presence of God and to help us and to be with us, for us to enjoy that body, for the Lord to enjoy that body in the place that Jesus has chosen for himself to live for all eternity. There's that other permanent check-in too that those who go through check-out and then temporary check-in and then final check-in, apparently they have a resurrection body that never experiences the presence of the Lord, ever. It's a hard truth. I don't know how to get around it. But this is our great hope that what Jesus did becomes our paradigm. And there is great hope on resurrection. Not only will we see him, not only will we be with him, but in some real sense, we will be like him. We will have real bodies that are amazing and immortal. 
They will be stunning, apparently. It can do things that our bodies can't do. But we will all have an amazing body. I don't know if it's going to be chiseled or whatever it's going to be, but it's going to be brand new. It's not going to be like these high-maintenance types. It's, it's going to be a low-maintenance, uh, eternity, uh, energizer body. The fact that Jesus rose from the dead tells us this is going to be our future as well. So our flight plan is check-in. And part of the reason we're here is it's life to the full. Check-out, death. Check in after life. That's just temporary check in. And we will check in and we do have to look forward to this into paradise. Just know that however it works out, apparently we're in paradise without our new body. Because when Jesus was in paradise, his body was still in the grave. I don't know how that works. I don't know. But that's what we're told. And then after that, when we our bodies are resurrected. It's amazing. And so we read through, and there were hints of it. Not the kind of resurrection, but you, you, you have people in the Bible, please take my bones into Israel. I want to be buried in Israel because when the Lord comes, when the end of time, I want to be raised in the land. So don't just poo-poo where you're buried. I mean, it doesn't matter, really. But it is a place you're going to see with your own eyes after you've been buried there. And so those of us who reach final destination with the Lord, that's called resurrection life. That's called eternal life. And for the others who don't get it straight, they don't recognize a Savior in this life. I had a, I had a talk um, with a, a wonderful Christian lady this week. I asked her, where do we go when we die? Her answer was heaven. And that was an okay answer. And I said, where do those who die in Jesus go? Not, not in Jesus go. This is a Christian who has been raised in the church and she said, I don't know. I, I think maybe they just float around somewhere. I don't know. Well, Jesus said he knows that they go to a place, and however you want to describe that place, it's permanent. It's permanent check-in to a place that never sees the face of God. And so those are the two options. We have to believe them because Jesus said it was the case. And he showed us his half. And he calls that other place. We, we call, what do we call heaven? The joining of heaven and earth, the new heavens and the earth, we call it eternal life. And the other place uh, Jesus calls the second death. So you have checkout, and apparently it is so contrary to heaven, it's like a second checkout. All of this we know to be true. And so this is what we have to look forward to this Easter. We look forward to life like this. We look forward to life after death. 
And then we look forward to life after life after death. The Lord is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia. Alleluia. There is so much to celebrate. Let's stand and say that as we confess our understanding of the resurrection. As we say together the Nicene Creed. <clears throat>